Very warm welcome to the presentation of Mutaris. We are a leading private equity special situation investor headquartered in Munich. In the next 10 minutes, I will give you a little bit of an insight on what we do, what is our target, and what we want to achieve. So we are on a very strong growth path. And our mission and our vision is to create value for our shareholders. We come from 1.6 billion. We are now growing 50% this year after we have already grown 50% last year in revenue and in profitability. And what we do is basically, we do carve-outs. We do carve-out special situation. So when a, a large corporate decides to divest the unloved child, a business they are not interested in anymore, which is not core anymore, which is loss making and contributing negatively to the KPIs of the group. We are the ones, we want to be the first in mind, first in choice they go to and they consider of taking over this business. So we are specialized in evaluating the risk in taking this over. So we are specialized in doing the transaction and the carve out of the same. And we have roughly a hundred operational people who on day one walk in the, 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 the company and together with the management, make the turnaround, make the improvements, make it stand alone. And then after a period of four to six years, we are going to sell that. Currently our investment capital, we are planning to be north of hundred million. And our overall target is always to make a seven to 10 times return of any invested euros we have. Let me deep dive a little bit more into the targets and how do we operate in the business model. So our clear targets we have just updated on September 6th was the original guidance of achieving the 3 billion in total turnover, the 100 million in holding revenue, and the profitability of 2% is now led to an acceleration of growth. So in the last 24 months, we have accelerated from 900 to million to a billion in turnover to 2.4 billion in turnover in less than two years. And annualized speaking, we are always beyond the 3 billion. So that led to the fact that we increase our guidance and say our target is until 2023 to achieve the 5 billion, make 200 million of revenue in the holding and have a profitability of 1.8 to 2.2% out of it. So how do we achieve the 5 billion? We do achieve the 5 billion with our today eight offices, which you can see here on the slide, headquartered in Munich or in Germany with Munich and Frankfurt. Then we have Vienna, we have Milan, we have Paris, we have London, we have Stockholm, we have Madrid. And we're going to add three offices to this. We're going to add Amsterdam. We're going to add the Eastern European part with Warsaw. And we want to add a second one in the Nordic with Hassan. We want to add consultants. You see 95 consultants we have today. We want to grow it to 200 consultants. And I come to that in a minute to let you understand how we make our earnings on the holding level. And the portfolios should raise from today, 21 to 30. So why is this important? Why growth is important? Because growth, overall growth, and growth in people is directly linked to the profitability of the holding. And that's our ultimate trigger, our ultimate um, uh, you know, target what we want to achieve. This is because 40% of the shares are owned by the management. So we are personal in full 
alignment with the rest of the shareholders because our interest is the interest of the shareholders. So what after the acquisition, what happens is we send in those consultants, we charge those consultants and revenue comes back to the holding. The second thing is when it's turned around and the portfolio company makes profit, we do get dividends out of the portfolio. And this together with exit proceeds, the moment we believe it's the right time to sell and we are not the right owner anymore. And we go to the market and we do a strategic sale most of the time. That will result then in portfolio income plus exit proceeds, the target of 2% of the group revenues. So the guidance for 2021 is we are in the 2.4 billion, what we want to achieve in revenues from 1.6 billion last year. And we want to grow to 42 to 52 million in profitability. Last year, we had 33 million coming from 1.6 billion. So this is exactly the 2% in the middle, what we target here in the range of 1.8 to 2.2, which can vary from year to year because you have acquisitions or exit at a certain point in time of the year. So we can't really say it by day or by week, but overall, this is our targeted range of the same. We are operating. So what type of companies we buy? So we want to go to the 5 billion. We understand we do our transactions with our M&A team in currently eight offices want to grow to 11. We understand we want to grow from 95 operational people to 200 operational people. They go in, they do the turnaround. And we basically operate in three segments. We operate in automotive mobility, engineering technology, and goods and services. Those three segments are kind of equal when it comes to um, who makes how much turnover. And this is good for two reasons. Number one is all the time we have it, we have an opportunity. Because whatever the economic cycle does, we have automotive and mobility, which is an early cycle business. We have engineering technology, which is a late cycle business. And we have goods and services where we basically, it's a non-cyclic business. So we have a logistic company in there doing logistics for food and farmer, right? Very much non-cyclic. And this gives us always the opportunity, but at the same time also it mitigates the risk of our portfolio. What we look into quite opportunistically, companies in the size of 20 to 500 million. Our sweet spot, I would consider between 100 and 300 million of turnover. So this is where we have developed in the last two years saying we do larger transactions, we do larger revenue scales, and we do have bigger teams going into the portfolios. How do we get the deals? We look at 3,000 opportunities in 2020. At the moment, we are running on 71 live projects, which represents the 300 we have looked last year. And our target is to have one buy-side transaction per month. We're most of the time buying from corporate carve-outs. So this is our core. We don't like too much to buy from private sellers. This then needs to be a real strategic good fit. So a third of our acquisitions are these strategic fit companies. The companies where we say we want to acquire innovation, we want to acquire product, geographical location, et cetera, et cetera. This is the add-ons where we act as a normal private equity. We need to put them in equity. They are normally very well performing, et cetera, et cetera. Two thirds of it is the typical unloved child corporate carve-out we do. And this is our DNA, this is what we're good in, and that's our position of leadership we want to defend.
When you look at the portfolio, which is here on a due date of last month, you see we divide the portfolio into the different steps you saw before. The realignment, the optimization, and the harvesting. Realignment basically is the pure restructuring. So you have companies, Carvals, La Paire from Saint-Gobain, LMS, which comes from Magna. We have Roll de Bourgeapi, which comes from Gea. We have Exi, which comes from Ericsson. All corporate carve-outs where the corporate has decided this is not core for us anymore. We want to get rid of it. So we go in and we have the restructuring to do. Those are all loss-making entities. And then we go into optimization. Typically, after 12 to 18 months, they have reached a level of optimization. And that's basically then a status of break-even of the company. So we have Saab or Lawnmower business we acquired from John Deere. We have La Rochette, which we acquired from Lino de Medici. So they are all in the optimization phase. And then we have the harvesting phase, which are the profitable companies. Those are able to dividend to us. And those are the ones which are in the spotlight for potential exit. To conclude on the, on the business model, matter of fact, 40% of the shares are owned by the management. We are interested in doing a sustainable value creation for our shareholders, for the company, for our people, for our portfolio companies. We are not forced at any time to buy or sell a company. There is no fund, there is no enforcement. We also want to do that in line with the governance rules. We want to do it in line with the sustainability approach we have on our targets. Coming to the track record. The track record um, is divided in two. So first of all, we have the track record of transactions. And we aim for the seven to 10 times return on our invested capital. And when you see the exits, which were done in the first half year, we have achieved that. So Nexiva we sold to Poste Italiana. STS, we bought in 2013. We add on several businesses and we sold this year to the Adla Pelsa Group, a strategic automotive supplier who created a new business unit and added STS. And Rote Mühle, which is part of the Balkadur Group, we sold to Howden, another strategic partner. So we carved it out, Rote Mühle, from SPX into the Balkadur organization and we sold it on five years later for more than 10 times multiple to a strategic player. There you see the track record for exit are very well on track and the business model operates as it should operate. And last but not least, we come to the Mutara's share, which underlines a quite nice development in, in the last 12 months. So we, we're coming from a, a 12 months low of 9 euros 60. And as of today, on the 6th of September, we started off the day with 28.1 euros. So we almost tripled um, the share price, which is, I think, the consequence of a very successful um, performance in the last 12 months, a very, very great teamwork of the M&A team together with the operations team, but also the administration team. And um, this company is, um, when it comes to distress, when it comes to special situation, which of course is a good time, um, is supposed to be one of the rock stars of today. When you look at the shareholder structure, uh, Robin Like, our CEO and the founder of, of this business, still holds uh, almost 30% of the shares. We have a free float of close to 60% and the management holds a little bit above 10% of the shares, which is an absolute alignment of interest when it comes to the total shareholder value creation, what we are looking for. It even goes beyond. Uh, we all are in the board happily married and have kids. So there's a next generation who has also slight interest in the sustainable value creation of the company. Summarizing the 
overall statement. So number one is we are ready to grow even further. We have increased from 19 to 20 by 50% our revenues. We will increase another 50% from 20 to 21. And the growth path will, will lead to great opportunities. COVID, of course, helped the special situation environment very much. Number two, when it comes to revenue and profitability expectation, we have delivered and we have upgraded our guidance to reach a 5 billion in sales and reach a 1.8 to 2.2% of profitability on holding level, which is then ready to distribute. And that is the sustained attractive dividend capability, which is in line with the shareholder value creation, which is in line with the shareholding of the management and the founder who is still all day-to-day -day engaged in, in the business. So thank you very much for your attention. Um, we want to become first in mind, first in choice. Um, that's Motaris, headquartered in Germany and active in the European continent. Thank you very much. Stay safe. Disclaimer. As described in our legal section on our website www.seat11a.com, this publication is just for informational purposes only. This means it is not considered to give you any investment advice. Any opinion or recommendation expressed by the companies is neither given nor supported by us and should not be considered an investment advice from our side. Also remember that any opinion or recommendation expressed is subject to changes without further notice. The content itself is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, completeness, or timeline of its content. Seat11a.com and its employees disclaim all liabilities for any loss that may arise in any form from any use of information in the video slash audio and from our website. We neither express any opinion on the future value of any security or other investment vehicle, nor recommend any investment based on the information given. Please consider the publications and our website as a platform for companies to present themselves, but you need to seek financial advice from an expert regarding the accuracy and appropriateness of the material presented or recommended by the companies in the publication, as we are just considered a publisher. We may hold and trade any time securities in the presenting company, may it be a listed or private company. By consuming our content, you agree to these terms and the terms in our legal section on our website.